rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Okay, we got it. Hi, my name is Tara Devlin. Hi, everybody. What's up? Yeah, I figured why not have a show. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> I'm not in a good mood. I haven't been in a good mood lately. And I have to apologize to everyone. It's not your fault. It's life. It's We're living in tough times. And I really, uh, I don't know, it just feels overwhelming sometimes. So that's why I'm... When I was thinking about what to call the show tonight, after researching everything and watching what's going on today and, and what, what happened last night where a militia asshole shot and murdered people in the streets, um, and then watching and reviewing the footage from the Republican National Convention. Wait, hold on, my... Yeah, something happened with my microphone. And I I really don't know where the hell I live. Frankly, do you? Where do we live? Let me I'm going to play for you um uh, not just the speeches from the Republican National Convention, but the C-SPAN callers. Now, I don't know what is happening in this country. First of all, I, I do understand that the Republicans, the Heritage Foundation, the, all of these billionaire-funded right-wing think tanks, they don't waste their money uh, just buying politicians or spend their money. It's, for them, it's not a waste, clearly, because they have bought this government outright. And they use their well-funded think tanks, and they and I I I used to I used to have a screen grab of an ad that was on Craigslist, and I couldn't find it. I was looking for it, but it was I I grabbed it a few years ago during one of an, during another election. It wasn't in Trump's election, but it was I think it was Bush. And they were looking for Republicans to comment on blogs. So one of my pastime, just back in the day, when the Huffington Post was kind of new, I would, just for fun, during the day, whatever, read the articles. But I would go through the comments, and you could tell the fake posters. It's sort of like what happens now on Twitter. The people who are paid to post. And on Twitter, you could see the bots. There are, there, Twitter is infested with bots. And, but on, on Huffington Post, there used to be um, a, a system where you can report the fake accounts, and they were fake, and you could tell that they were fake. They were newly created. There were thousands of posts all around the clock when nobody, no one human being is up 24 hours posting. And all right-wing fascist to give all of the, uh, 
to give the fascist kiss-up, kick-down class war that seemingly, I don't know, average Joe stamp of approval. So, let me, hold on a second. Where is everybody? All right. The thing that's hard for us as the, the terror buster community is because we don't have a set time. And I understand. It's irritating when all of a sudden you don't know when the show is going to be. A lot of people listen and watch the show after the fact. They're not able to join us in the chat room. But if you're on any other channel right now, we're, um, I primarily interact with the YouTube channel, which is at youtube.com slash C for channel slash RDT Daily Media. So go over there and remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you can be notified when um, the show goes live because it's all up in the air. We never know. And I hope we get to the point. I really would like, I'm asking if you can, I know everything sucks right now, but become a patron if you can. And we want to get to the show to a point where we can do a daily show at a set time. And that's what's needed. Especially when we when you realize what we're up against. I I live in New York City. Oh, so let me just give you the address. Patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Okay. Thank you. And thanks for all those who are patrons already. I couldn't I couldn't be here without you. And we I don't know. I'm just in a mood lately. So uh, for many multiple reasons personal and otherwise and countrywide and uh, you know what gets me i guess i'm trying to psychoanalyze myself right on right now on <laughs> even though as if i don't do that all day as it is but i'm like what is really going on here with me as why am i so pissed off and depressed and i'm and I think it's it's because of the cognitive dissonance and live I mean I this is one it's sort of like the whole Black Lives Matter movement. The reason it's so effing annoying when Republicans and right wingers go, all lives matter, it's because they are clearly missing the forest through the trees. And to me, it's clear. And that's why I do the show. We get together and we're trying to amplify the truth, the message, which is we are in it together. We are each other's keepers. And what does it mean to be an American? They have completely co-opted and rewrote, they have rewritten the definition of what it is to be an American. I know what the rest of the world thinks of America right now. No one's looking at us with, oh, gee, I, I want to one day travel here. Nobody wants us to travel to their countries. No one is looking at us with um, awe. They're looking at us with disgust, disdain, and, ba and quite frankly, they're baffled. And I guess I'm goddamn baffled, too. How can 
I live in a country and share the same air with people who see what I see. They see the the 175,000 and count. It's more. It's 178 or something right now. Thousand dead. And think that that's okay. And see that the rest of the world is handling the coronavirus. That they don't have food lines in Europe. They don't. In fact, New Zealand, they're, they're, even though they had a couple of more cases, they're actually able to attend sporting events in stadiums with people, not just cardboard cutouts, because they work together. But here in the United States of Serfs and Lords, the, the Lords have effectively destroyed this country. Just like Jay Gould said in the first Gilded Age, I can hire one half of the working class to kill the other half. And they have done that to us. They've taken democracy because they never liked democracy. Democracy for many years, for, me- for millennia, democracy itself was a dirty word. So the fact that right now democracies are on the decline is not surprising to me because it takes, as I say all the time, it takes maturity. It takes a community spirit. It takes the ability to work together and to and to see reality. But when you're when you are when you have all this is okay, rewind a little bit. This is why um Teddy Roosevelt, all of Republican and Democratic presidents before uh, Reagan. And the Republican, well, and before, well, Eisenhower, as we know, Eisenhower was the last legitimately elected Republican president. But that's all the Republicans, the tension between conservatism and liberalism have always been, it's always been between the rich and the working class. That has been the tension in Western civilization. And democracy, or a constitutionally limited democratic republic, that's us getting together because we are interdependent beings. We need to live amongst each other. We're human beings. We're meant to be together. So we get together and form governments to try and have a civilization that works for all. But then into that that grand experiment steps the same old bastards who have always had their boot on our necks. The rich, the elites. Absolutely, because it's never enough for them. They don't give a shit what kind of country. They don't care that it's a, a democratic republic. Who cares? They, they, they have no borders. They have no flags except the except the unholy dollar. That's what they that's the flag they fly. They only wave the flag 
to make sure you're, you're distracted. Like when I get my laser pointer out and the cats go chasing after it. That's how Trump and the Republican Party, that's why they wave the flag when they know they, they have zero understanding what it means. E pluribus unum. What does that mean? They pay lip service to these these ideals while they are simultaneously tearing us apart on purpose. And they that's one thing. It is it's fine, right? They do somebody could do whatever they do, but as we say in recovery, there's no victims, only volunteers. Well, we don't have to fall for the scam. I know we don't. And that's the difference. We don't fall. I don't fall for the scam. I see. Because I've read books. I know about history. I know about the history of Western civilization. And I understand. I know about this, the the history of this country. That for, we've had... uh, presidents that have that have understood that we tax the rich at a high marginal tax rate because otherwise they are dangerous to democracy they will destroy democracy so we we have to prevent them and for the good of the country and the good of us all we must tax them, we must tax them with a high marginal tax rate and a state tax to prevent them from developing an intergenerational aristocracy. This used to be common knowledge, but not anymore. Now, freedom means being able to walk around with an assault weapon while the rich ride you mercilessly to the bank. And the American people can't retire. And they live check to check. And they can't save $400. And we can go on. And we don't have... I mean, the American dream is alive and well in Denmark. That's for sure. It's alive and well in New Zealand. They have scammed us. It is the rich. And then what do you do? When you have the laws, like the Hatch Act... I was watching C-SPAN today, and Mark Meadows is on there. You know, he's on the oversight committee. And they're asking him, what do you say about all these violations of the Hatch Act using the White House as the backdrop for your political goddamn campaign? Which is a no-no. Well, not, not, it's not really for the president. He is exempt from the Hatch Act, but the rest of them... but. If someone, if a criminal breaks a law and nobody's enforcing it, what, did they really break the law? Oh, it's just another norm that Twitler has blown up. A norm? Nothing's normal. This isn't normal. This is a, a, a national crisis. 
And that's why I have come to the conclusion, and probably maybe I'm one of the first in the whole liberal talk sphere or whatever, that we have to break this country into. It's not working. It will never work. And you hold on to your hat when Twitler tries to steal the, 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 the election in November when, when that happens, because it will. Watch this country bust out into civil war. I'm ready to go. Get them out of here. These goddamn militias, they're walking around with their with assault weapons. The police are working in tandem with them while they're out there murdering people. I you know, when you watch the Republican convention, they're all be afraid, be afraid, be afraid. But we're, we're always the ones getting dead. Not them. They're the ones pointing the weapons, waving their stupid guns at everyone. They're coward, cowardly goddamn guns. I don't know. They have, you know, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? You walk around with a gun, what do you think is going to happen? So you could you think you're the other people you live with after listening to Twitler and the Republicans go on about, you know, the, the leftists, the radical mob. Who's the mob? We're the ones getting dead. Trying, trying to push this country where it needs to go to be a more perfect union. And these mother effers, these dupes, these easily led idiots, and they're useless idiots at that. They're not even useful idiots. Or they think they're free because they can walk around and threaten us with guns and murder us. And they don't think there's anything wrong with some with a cop shooting somebody in the back seven times for no good reason something is wrong here it's really it's beyond repair and we have to break this country up joe biden is not going to fix it what is he going to do Oh, let's get, he's going to heal this country by what? By not recognizing the sickness that is infested in our body politic deliberately because of the goddamn oligarchs who he enabled. They made this possible. Absolutely. They funneled money into the arms of the rich. They they completely decimated the working class and turned a. They made the the um, they made the the entire environment ripe for a con man. We were warned. How many times were we warned by presidents who did have the best interests of the country at heart? What did Eisenhower say about the military-industrial complex? 
Unfortunately, he edited out the military-industrial-congressional complex because they're in it together. Who is writing the laws? The military, uh, the uh, the rich, the 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 weapons manufacturers are buying politicians who write the laws and send us to wars based on lies. And there's no accountability. And there's nothing, nothing happens except the rich get richer. And we fall further and further down on the ladder while the, the oligarchs, they don't give a shit. They are, they own... They, they're funding the Heritage Foundation and all of the Coke-funded propaganda mills. So you can't tell me that, what, uh, that they have the interest of democracy. What is freedom? They have literally redefined freedom for us to be, that freedom means the rich can ride you to the bank unfettered by pesky government without anybody having the ability to do anything about it. And the idiots who follow, they think they're not free unless they can walk around with an assault weapon or not wear a mask. I mean, this is what it comes down to. But they're... So, really, they have, they, they have been quite successful. You know, we had presidents that understood, they warned us, what did Eisenhower say? Uh, his cross of iron speech. Then FDR. Well, not then, but you know, before Eisenhower, there was FDR talking about saying, once we have won against fascism in Europe, we have to make sure it never takes root here at home. into the where uh, people who are hungry and homeless and and out of work that is the stuff of dictatorships and this is what we have a complete gaslighting now i watched i i just wanted to i want to play some some of this c-span of I, and this is why I'm I'm bringing up the pay proposed assholes. The, the because this is what the Heritage Foundation and all of the right wing so called think tanks that are funded by the Koch brothers and the Mercer family and the uh, what's the the Walton family they they're not. What do you think they're doing with the, all that money that they're funneling into these think tanks? They are. Of course, just like Putin is running a psyops campaign, you know, the internet connects us all. So anybody can jump in. So when you go on to on Twitter, you're half the time any you go on Twit Twitter's Twitler's Twitter feed and immediately you could tell the 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 bots come they jump in oh i love you president my president F- emoji emo- flag emoji flag emoji 15 flag emojis that's how you can tell them and usually they're and i've showed you before the fake accounts that are all over twit twit twitter's twitler twitler's twitter feed he doesn't have 
whatever now now let's see what he's what it's up to because it's the the media always says he's 50 something million followers he doesn't have 50 something million followers half of them are fake well i don't know half but a lot of them let's look let's look right now because we did this before this is what he does they buy Twitter followers. You could buy followers, but they're not real people. They're fake. They're bots. And then the bots are getting more sophisticated as well. They're being programmed to argue with you. So you could be in an argument with a bot. You know, it's like those chat bots when you go on whatever, the customer service, how can I help you today? That's them. Yeah. This is what's happening. Of course, you don't think this is happening then you're you're naive of course they're going to take advantage of the internet there's no there are no rules you could jump in you don't you could pretend you could have one person pretending to be a hundred people or whatever and infest the internet as they have done for for decades now because I used to, as I was saying, go on to Huffington Post primarily because you could tell on on Huffington Post at the time. I don't know about now, but you were able to tell how old the accounts were. You could see what other what other comments they made, and it was easy to pick them out. And the Huffington Post had a um, policy about fake accounts, so I would I would play whack a troll, and I would out these accounts. It was just a hobby. When I had some time on my hands, I would read articles and I'd out some paper post trolls and I have seen the ads on Craigslist advertising for Republicans to get paid to post on Republic or not just Republican but to post on websites to post in the comment section of the websites so now I let's let me play this Hold on a second here. Where are we? Let me get my internet up. Well, not the internet. The Of course, the internet is up. Now, that's screen flow. Here, we need this. Okay, Safari. Yeah, I just have different browsers with different things happening. So, uh, let me see. Get Put this over here. Now, this is the C-SPAN comment line. You want to get ready. Get ready to vomit. Thematically, just, just perfect. All right, wait, wait. And Let's action, just... and he gets results. All right, after Melania's... The future of our country... Bullshit. ...has always been very important to Fascist... Uh, and it is something that brown I shirt looking admired. speech. Bob in Allentown, Pennsylvania, Republican line. What are your thoughts? Hi there. I'm, I'm calling in. Um, I really like tonight's program. Um, I just got to say, uh, the whole thing thematically is just, just perfect. You know, you got you got uh, President Trump and his, his children talking about uh, democratic slavery, and then uh, in the back you've got uh, you know uh, uh, Secretary Pompeo and Israel with the backdrop in the back. So I just thought overall, just just an incredible, incredible show. Uh, so so well done. Uh, the angles perfect. Uh, well the... lit. Uh, what is this shit? Well lit, 
The angles were perfect. What what the fuck is he talking about? Let me rewind it. He doesn't just speak words. He demands action. Shut your whole trophy wife number three. The you fucking our disgrace. Has always been very important to him. Shut up. Hi there. I'm I'm calling in. Uh Hi there. I'm calling in. Oh, is that what you're doing? Now I swear. This it gets worse. I really like tonight's program. Um, I just got to say, uh, the whole thing thematically is just, just thematically perfect. You got, perfect. You got, uh, President Trump and his, his children talking about his uh, children. slavery. Yeah, bitch, we've fucking heard it. How about the lies? Oh, no, the, li the lies are lies. The lies aren't lies. They're the, li the people who tell the truth about the lies are lying. Oh, okay. This is where we live. Fucking upside down world. Cuckoo land. That's why I'm like, hello, is anybody in Ireland listening to me? I got to get out of here. Please, I can get my Irish citizenship. I would like to stay on your couch a little bit. I have two cats. They have to come with me. They're very nice. One is toilet trained. They're both beautiful creatures, unlike Republicans. They're probably cleaner than half the house guests you've had. But... I got to get the F out of here. Yeah, let's continue. And then uh, in the back, you've got, uh, you know, uh, uh, Secretary Pompeo in Israel at the back. Yeah, now let's imagine if, okay, the lighting was great and, hi, I'm calling in. The lighting was great. The angles were impeccable. What the fuck kind of comment is this? Um, yeah, we have, and then he was talking about democratic slavery. What are you? Who are you, the commentator? Is this the play-by-play? -play? And the guy's just sitting there. Oh, don't worry, it gets worse. Dropping the back. So I just thought overall, just... just now, let's remember, oh, then, we, then he had his family come up. Let's all pretend this is Obama. Imagine if Obama used the White House as a backdrop. What would the filthy, disgusting Republicans be doing? And the Secretary of State spoke. I mean, all of these things. And then Obama paraded his family up one after the other to praise and blow smoke up the dim leader's ass. What do you think re the Republicans would be, would be doing? That's how you know they are the enemies of the people because they don't care about the country. All they care about is funneling money to the arms of the rich so that they can continue to corrupt this democracy until the democracy is dead. And in the meantime, they will tickle the race's funny bones. They will exploit the fissures of disunity, just like uh, um, Henry Wallace warned us about. The stuff of which dictatorships are made, and only in a dictatorship, this is not a, this, the kind of language that you hear from a, a, a free people in a democratic republic. I, I can't 
I go, I'm sorry, guys. I'm babbling and stumbling over my words because I'm in shock. Listen. Incredible, can, incredible show. Uh, so, so well done. Uh, the angle's perfect. Uh, well lit. Uh, perfect backdrop. Um, but yeah, I, I What are I'm you, really fucking happy. art director? Canna is in Elmont, New York, another Republican. Please go ahead. What did you think of what Melania Trump had Can't to say? have too many Republicans calling in, right, C-SPAN? I thought she did a great job. Uh, she's such a classy lady. Classy? Um, and she really, you can tell that she really has a, a true love for her Trof husband. What? Um, and I think that means a lot. You can and tell. Right when she says Donald Trump what? will not lose focus on us. Um, what? Not yeah, lose focus? Yeah. He's a goddamn... He has OCD. She really loves her husband. You could tell by the way she slaps his hand away all the time. And how miserable she looks. And he looks. You could tell, though. You see what I mean? These are This cannot be real. Catholic, it means a lot for him to stand up for a lot of the values that I believe in. And I think he showed that today uh, with the people that... Yeah, like leaving everybody behind and making sure the rich get richer. Funneling more money into the hands of people who will never spend it in a thousand lifetimes while the American people live check to check and can't retire or can't get health care or save $400. That's great. Isn't that wonderful? It is when you're an oligarch because, you know what? It's good to be the king. The RNC, uh, including Nick Sandman. Oh, Nick Helen Sandman, yeah, that professional victim. Democrats line. Hi, Helen, you're on C-SPAN. What did you think of Melania Trump's speech? I thought it was wonderful. Uh, I come from a long line of Democrats, but I have to say I switched parties. Yeah, sure I'm you so did. Impressed what our what our president did. You're so impressed what our president did. Like what? What did he do? You like killing your fellow Americans? Is that it? You like not saving $400? You like kicking people off of health care? You like not being able to travel outside the country because we're the world's pariahs? You like being the laughingstock of Earth? How the rest of the Democratic leaders, our Western partners, laugh and roll their eyes and can't believe the ignorance, that the, 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 the stupidity that they have to deal with. You like that everybody who knows him, who has an ounce or a shred of integrity, comes, says, including his sister, including his niece, the people that know him well, that share a goddamn blood with him, know what an idiot he is. And an incompetent, malignant narcissist. That's what you like. You like that. You like being ridden like a goddamn fool. It's shocking. That's why I'm like, this can't be, this can't be real. This really can't be real. And tonight's, the whole RNC was wonderful. I think this is the Democratic line. Take a look at what has happened to them, how they switched their focus, how they don't stand up for what the American people really stand for. What do we really stand for, you fucker? That's what I mean. Get out. Get out. 
Time to split this shit in two. What do the American people really stand for? I'm so tired of these effing fascists proclaiming that they're real Americans when they don't have a goddamn clue what it means. They're not real Americans. They're real useless idiots. The agents the, of the oligarchy pining for the very system the founders rebelled against. So you hate this country. That's who you are. So you're real Americans? I'm sorry, real Americans are diverse and mature and capable. They're not ignorant. They're not greedy and small. They don't, they don't run scams for each other. They help each other. They don't have a party when they kick their fellow Americans off of health care. They ensure that their fellow Americans have health care. And when their fellow Americans say, I'm tired of being shot and killed by police, they don't say, nah, 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 I don't want to hear it. Because they understand, real Americans know that we move forward together or we don't move forward at all. And real Americans understand, because we are a nation of immigrants, that we are diverse and it doesn't scare us. We understand that our diversity is our strength. And so is our compassion, not bullshit, compassionate conservatism, which means nothing except I got mine, sucks to be you. We understand we are capable of functioning in the free, in a a type of free democratic society that Republicans can only pretend to love. And Melania and everyone who spoke tonight We're just excellent. This is the Democratic line. They spoke what the real true Americans are. What true Americans? Grifters? Con otters? Suckers? Dupes? Racists? Nazis? Oligarchs? Greedy grifters? Ghosts of the Gilded Age? Is that what real Americans are? Then get out. Form your real America somewhere else. Get the F out. I'm sick of this. I'm tired. It's not working. It's time. These mother effers are murdering us. They don't want a, they don't want it any differently. They don't want to change. They don't want to have a country that works for all. They want a country that works for some, where the rest of us know our place. That's it. They want, they, they really are incapable of functioning in a free democratic society. Clearly, they cannot even function in reality. What the hell are these people talking about? That's why I am convinced this is an, uh, an operation going on. You better believe it. Somewhere in the bowels of the Heritage Foundation, 
uh, they had a phone bank, and this is what they do. Like, we have phone banks. I keep getting emails from AOC to sign up for a phone bank, to ask your, the people in the neighborhood, because I knocked on doors, and trying to get people to sign up for the census. So now they have a phone bank. That's what they're doing. There is zero doubt. Of course, they, they are flooding the C-SPAN lines. Call the Democratic line. Oh, I used to be a Democrat until I saw, I saw the light. I saw Jesus. I saw Donald J. Trump. The J is for Jesus. And he set me free. Free meaning I could, what? Die without health care. Free meaning I can work my three uniquely American low-paying jobs with no retirement security. While the rich step on my neck. Free, free, I'm free. No way these are real people. I mean, they're real people, but they're... You absolutely, 1,000%. And of course, what does C-SPAN do? They don't say, when people call the Democratic line... Oh, I used to be a Democrat. Now I'm a, now I'm a Trump and Z. Here, Trump. Here's my wallet. Here's my retirement. Here's my mama's too. They don't say, "Excuse me, call the fucking Republican line." This goes on. Helen, who did you vote for in 2016? Well, I I didn't vote for Trump, but I am now. Most definitely. The the riots that's right. going on, what's happening in California and all these countries, I mean, all these, these states and cities, it's just, is that what we really want? I don't think so. That's... I, I, it, it's just, it's amazing. What's happening? The they Party never... Ex- the Democrat and Party. The Republican Oh, Party. yeah. You're I mean, a real Democrat, right? It's, a, it's such a shame how the Democrat Party has changed. Yeah. A real Democrat there. I don't think so. That's... I, I, it, it's just, it's amazing how the Democratic Party has changed. Oh, she said Democratic. Excuse me. And the Republican Party and, the, and Donald Trump is the one who's going to take this country and make it... And, and squeeze the life out of it. Oh, no, you better, mean like he said, make it better, better. Just, oh, well, I guess it's better now. It's got more room in it since 175,000 are dead. That's better. You know, there's more room for us. More room to grift and grab and grasp and, gri- and greed. More room to gr- make it great, great, great. So impressed. You're impressed. Well, I guess you. It doesn't take much to impress you. Sierra Vista, Arizona, Republican line. Letitia, what did you think of Melania's Trump, Melania Trump's line that Donald Trump has not and will not lose focus on you? I loved it. I used to be a Democrat. (laughs) What changed me was bullshit when he lied. When he lied, me, oh, the office is so sacred. Really, it's when Bill Clinton lied, but when Trump lies every time he opens his mouth to stuff a fucking corpse, a cow corpse in it. When he's not stuffing a cow corpse in it, he's lying, like breathing. 
And the office is sacred. Yeah, that's why he sits there tweeting how people are fat pigs. Oh, my God. But I live just a few minutes from the border. I'm for that wall. I'm Hispanic. Oh, sure you are. Military at West Point. Oh, you're, you're, a, you're, you, you have it all. You're and everything. I just love what we stand for. We're good. We're not negative. I watched last week. Okay. And I Listen. tell you, it was sad. Uh, it made me upset. Uh, they said mean things. They- what? Is this bitch on fucking drugs? Where do I live? Is this Bizarro Land? Where, what? Is, am I looking in a funhouse mirror? Yes. It's twisted. They were negative? It was negative. When all of the Republic, I mean, all the Democrats were talking about working across the aisle and we're going to work together and we're going to bring back empathy and we are each other's keepers and shit like that. And this... These Republicans are fear, fear. They're coming. They're going to kill you. They're going to walk down your street. It's a hellscape. There's heroin needles everywhere. It's a, everything's smoldering ruins. Nothing is left but cockroaches and old bags of dope on the floor. What? So positive, the Republicans. Didn't lift people up. I think they're scared. You think the Democrats are scared? You hear this? You you get it? We're done. This country is done. And even if, which I highly suspect, these people are sitting in some bowels of the Heritage Foundation somewhere... Or does they don't have to sit together. They do it. You do it at your house. And you call. But they coordinate. Even if that's the case, that, that shows us how far we have fallen. That we have so many people that buy into it. And this is how hard they have to work. Because they cannot meet the American people uh, and the Democratic Party fairly and squarely on the field of ideas. Ideas They have to scam and grift and give their class war that seemingly, you know, average Joe stamp of approval. That's what they're doing. See, we all believe that Trump is lent from God to save us. He came from... All those successful businesses. I mean, what? No, I mean, he not 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 Trump University and not Trump Network Vitamins and not Trump Steaks and not Trump Su- Shuttle and not Trump Taj Mahal and not Trump University and not Trump what else? Magazine, not Trump the Game, not Trump Water. I mean, those were now, now though, now he's making it a success. April, Plant City, Florida, independent line. Good evening. Yes, um, I was originally a Democrat back in my teens when I registered. I am now 
going to be voting for Donald Trump these past two days has given us hope in such perilous times. Really? I am so happy to be voting for Trump. I am so happy that people are waking up to the leftist agenda and what they're truly about. This is about liberty. This is about freedom and taking our country back. From what, bitch? Thank you for calling in. Back from freedom. Back from e pluribus unum. Back from a democratic republic. Taking our country backwards. Joan in Greencastle, Indiana, Republican line. What did you think of Melania Trump's speech tonight, Joan? I thought it was absolutely amazing. She is so <laughs> articulate. What? She's so beautiful. She She's sucks. So caring. She She's a bitch with a shirt that says, I don't really care. But she cares, right? You don't see the, the jacket that says, I don't really care. She's, she cares. These people are delusional. And I'm done with them. I really am. I'm done with the, and I'm also done with the goddamn Democrats who insist on playing nice with these freaks. Are we, uh, you know, we're up against, this is the battle for, yes, as Joe Biden says, the soul of our nation? Absolutely. But you got to recognize who the enemies are. And it's them. And if they don't want to, if they don't want to play, they don't want a Democratic Republic, and they want money funneled into the arms of the rich, and nobody can do a goddamn thing about it, well, get the F out. Enough is enough. I'm done. If you can't settle, at least you can't agree on reality, we see the same things. And you don't believe the truth because it doesn't fit into your agenda because you're an authoritarian lickspittle. There is no hope for you. Enough is enough. We're not going to be able to reach these people. And it tell you, I tell you, it says, it speaks volumes that the the party, yeah, you know, it, okay, either... I don't know 100%. Of course, you can't tell 100%. I do not know whether these people are legitimate. I am speculating from my past experience, from seeing advertisements and knowing how these filthy freaks operate. Of course, they spend their money. They're, what are they doing? They're not out there making the world safe for democracy. They are tricking the American people into slitting their own throats. Exactly. They'll have you hang yourself and you'll be tying the noose. All righty. Yay. We, I'm free. So I don't, uh, I can't say. I am speculating. Of course, these, these rich bastards, they hire people to infest the internet. That's why they fund the Breitbart of the world and the right-wing cesspools, uh, however small. That's how they elevate their and, and amplify their message. And the, and the Democrats don't do the same thing. I tell you all the time, that's why I ask, become a patron, support the liberal media. This is what we are up against. 
They have deep pockets and they are not afraid to use them to op- to open up their wallets and fund every 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 inch of the web everywhere you go every corner of the web they want to make their message prolific there is no way in hell that they were going to allow twitler and 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 doltard and the trump crime family to have their their shitty convention of professional victimitis and and uh, open cr- criminality and allow C-SPAN to have callers that were critical of him uh, and them. There is no way under the sun that they would have allowed that. Twitler cares. This is, I mean, he, this is what fun, funds, like, fuels him. He wants, he, he, he can't handle it. So, of course... Whoever, it could be the RNC, you know it. We're going to flood the C-SPAN lines. Of course. Call the Democratic line, call the Independent line, call the Republican line, call them all. But make sure every single call says, you were a Democrat, and now you're a Republican, and you love Twitler. You don't care how many die. You're about freedom. Yeah, well, what freedom? The freedom to travel? We can't, we can't leave the country because we're goddamn filthy to the rest of the world and infested. What, the freedom to retire? That's only one-third. One th- I mean, well, two-thirds. One-third can't retire. They, they're not going to. You know, we don't have the standard of living anymore because the middle class is below 50% of the population. Good for you. You're, congratulations. You're a dupe of a con man. You're a Trump University graduate guzzling Trump Network vitamins. Good for you. And... And her husband, I think they are the best president and first lady we've ever had. They love this country. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not... You hear this, right? I'm not hearing things. This is not an auditory hallucination. They're the best first president and first lady we ever had? In what way? This country is a smoldering ruin with 178,000 Americans dead in three months because of this fucking liar and then this inept con man who doesn't know what he's doing, who couldn't do anything, who, who is more concerned about harming um, harming those seeking asylum, coming up with tortures, coming up with uh, asking how can we put spikes in the ground that will pierce people's flesh and hit them with gas. He wanted to dig a moat, this medieval goddamn ghoul, for asylum seekers. Uh, you know, they're supposed to come and 
come to a port of entry, but they close all the ports of entry. So they get desperate and they try to cross in any way. Oh, you can't cross. Don't, that's illegal. Don't cross over there. Cross over on this bridge that we closed down. These people are scum. I'm sick of sharing this country with them and having to, having to pander to them. Really. These idiots. Everything that these idiots suppose, I mean, make them have a decent life. I'm sure, I wonder if any of these people, did they ever take unemployment insurance? Are they on Social Security? Did they ever use Medicaid? Are they on Medicare? All of the things that liberals made possible for them, these freaks, they don't even have the maturity, the manners, the dignity, the decency, the humanity to say thank you. They want to tear it down. They will see this country a smoldering ruin and call it a a victory bonfire. I'm tired. I'm tired of of having to and then have a a Democratic Party that panders to them, that's trying to win their votes by by pushing more bullshit Republican I uh, policies at them. That's the problem to begin with. This is the problem. It has always been. That was the problem with Obama. You see how Obama peddled their policies right back at them. What did they do to him? They called him everything but a, a, a human being. And also spit in our faces, too. Because when we voted in two landslide elections for Obama to fulfill his constitutionally prescribed role of putting justices on the bench, and Mitch McConnell said, oh, I'm sorry. He wasn't saying that to Obama. He was spitting in our faces, that son of a bitch. And there's no accountability. What do the Democrats do? Oh, let's work with him. This is the problem. What's, no an, what's what? an issue that's important to you? Joan? Well, oh, uh, I, I didn't expect yeah. that question. I was just calling to tell you everybody's great. I love Twitler and his trophy wife. And that whole crime family, they're adorable. Adorable, like a little button. The way that Don Jr. was all coked out. And they were all blaming everybody for saying that, saying the truth. Oh, it was delightful. And those that that poor, poor white rich couple that had black people walking by their house, that's abominable. How are we ever gonna survive? That might happen to me one day. I might be sitting in my house and a black person walks by. Could you imagine? That's not real America. We're real America here. 
We all about the grift and the con and the keeping people in their place. As long as that's not me. One day, I swear, uh, I will be trickled upon. You'll see. I keep begging and begging and begging, but I love it. It's okay. I'm free. I'm free to die and go on GoFundMe for health care. I'm free to pull myself up by my bootstraps and marry a billionaire. I mean, every, this is America. I am free. I can walk in the Walmart with an AK-47. You see, I may not be able to retire. I may be working 16-hour days in three uniquely American low-paying jobs with no retirement security and no benefits. But, you know, I'm free to walk through the Walmart with an AK-47. We got to get our priorities. Uh, important to me, well, a freedom. I feel like our freedoms Free. are being taken away. Oh, my God. I our mean, freedoms. You dumb bitch. Uh, even just like to have to wear a mask if we don't want to wear a mask. We're yeah, not- bitch. You know how we're in this together. America, the beautiful, you know, I got your back, you got my back. What? That's why these people, I'm sick of them. They don't have our backs. They're traitors. They, they venerate traitors. They love traitors. They love the fly, the, to fly the flag of a traitor. They love the, to venerate traitors. Makes sense that they're voting for a traitor. Someone who is openly colluded with the goddamn Russians, our anti-democratic adversaries. Of course, you know, they're not so concerned when Twitler met with Vladimir Putin and didn't allow anybody to take any notes. What did they say behind closed doors? Now, what if that was Obama? That's how you can tell. They're full of shit. These are authoritarians. They don't have an interest in democracy. And they're not capable. Even if they had the interest, they're not capable. So we have to get rid of them. We have to tear this country. It's not tearing it. We're we're moving out. Fine. I'm tired of them. We need to have a functioning society without these albatrosses around our necks. And I'm sick of pandering to them and worrying about them and arguing with them and trying to educate them. They are closed-minded. You and they're ignorant. They're willfully ignorant. They will will not change no matter how much truth we tell them. They are a lost cause. It is true. Twitler can shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and they will still vote for him. They're a lost cause. They don't have a clue. It doesn't matter how many... Washington Post articles or New York Times articles or whatever or exposés or how many Trump inner circle go to prison. They 
will not see the truth. It's time. We ha- I'm going to call up my representatives. I'm, I'm going to start saying this. It is time to separate this country. I'm sick of my blue state dollars going to them when they're all they do is lie and whine and then walk around with an AK-47. I'm sick of them. Sure, let's separate and then build a wall. I'm all for the wall then. Put up a wall. Quick. I'm going to. I swear to God. I will be calling my Congress. I'll uh, be calling AOC. I'm calling Schumer. I will tell them. And Kirsten Gillibrand, my senators. It's n- enough is enough. We've tried. We tried. It's, it's a lost cause. They are incapable. We're, how much longer? Do we have to? They, I mean, it's you. You would think that you might be able to reach somebody by telling them the truth or showing them. They didn't have to. I mean, why should we have to tell them the truth and show them the truth? They have the same access, but they have effed this country up so royally and handed it so, so on a friggin' silver platter to the 1%, all of this deregulation, all of this, uh, the, you know, all of the, the, the regulations to buy politicians, corrupt government. They have handed this country over to the, to the oligarchy. And of course, this is what they've done. They're fine. Of course, they want us at each other's throats, so they will use their money. It's a big laugh for them to hire the assholes. You know, like Jay Gould said, I can hire one half of the working class to murder the other half of the working class. So they hired a bunch of dupes to call into C-SPAN, and maybe they didn't even hire them. They asked for volunteers. You know they'd find willing accomplices of course they will. Oh, I don't like, we don't get uh, the freedom to, we don't, we're not free because we have to wear a mask? That we give a shit about somebody else in the middle of a pandemic? That we, we are abysmally murdering and needlessly killing our fellow Americans. That's great, right? It's such, it's all, uh, you know they're free now they have no they don't have a care in the world the 170,000 plus that twitler killed oh isn't this wonderful how the world looks at us and laughs and shakes their head and says what the hell happened what happens all the time in from dictatorships, I mean, well, from democracies to dictatorships. This is what happens. Take a vaccine if we don't want to take a vaccine. This this is a very scary times that we're living in. We're, we're just you ain't seeing, kidding. Uh, the government has too much power. Shut your... Oh, yeah. The gov- that the president wants these mandates on us. 
He's he's been uh, misguided by the doctors and scientists wow. there. I I think he has a gut feeling, and he he should stick with it because he knows what's right for the people. I I, I just can't wait to vote for him, and I just can't wait for the two of them to be in office again for another four years. Carol's in Charleston, South Carolina, Democrats line. Carol, what did you think of Melania Trump's speech tonight? Oh, I'll tell you, she is just so classy, and I think she's so intelligent. I understand she speaks many, lang or speaks many languages. Um, I think in the past three-plus years, I've just seen, I guess I've seen him through her eyes, and that's been something I didn't think I was you know, going to ever be able to do. Yeah, this is um, a Democratic uh, line. I was a Hillary voter, and so for me, Bullshit. I, I bought into a lot of stereotypes about him, um, but I can't Holy deny the shit. ability that or the um, the results that they've had with the economy and candidly security is an issue I care very much about and I I don't feel safer um, with all the lawlessness going on so I'm gonna trust that what you know she knows him best she lives with him and wow. um, I'm just gonna choose to to see the Donald Trump that the results are showing me now results Carol, what do you think of Donald Trump's handling of the COVID pandemic you know, I we have a, a lot of healthcare workers in our family. And oh, okay. How, how I convenient! Don't think that that's something that can be blamed on him. Of course not. Um, am I thrilled with how it's the gone? The buck no. doesn't stop um, with I'm him. I'm also not thrilled with wear the mask, don't wear the mask, uh, go back to work, don't go back to work. So there are so many things that I haven't been happy with, and I think more of that unhappiness has come from the state issues, um, the lack of clarity there. Um, oh yeah, it's the state's so problem. Don't blame that on the president. Where are you? Of course not. To Charleston, he's a, he's uh, just a victim. According to this federal disclosure. Well, you know, candidly, I I thought that it wasn't going to be a good idea. You know, I was pretty reluctant about that. But I start to see my neighbors saying, "I need to go back to work," or, you know, my business isn't going to make it. And those are my neighbors. So as much as I can think a certain policy is good, um, at the end of the day, I care about the people around me. And if they're suffering, then I'm not happy. That's Carol in Charleston, South Carolina. Up next is Roxanne in Gilbert, Arizona, Republican line. Melania Trump said tonight that Donald Trump has not and will not lose focus on you. What do you <gasps> think? I am thrilled to death. I am 100% Of course. I'm a member of the DAR. My family's fought in every war this country has ever been in. And I well, think you're we a disgrace. What do you think of that? Right now, taking our country back from the lawlessness, back. from the people that would destroy us. Yes, within. I want I you destroyed. I do. Wake up and I you're an autocrat. Well, not you. You're an authoritarian lickspittle. Believes in God and he no, he doesn't. You stupid asshole. And I liked her focus on the motherhood, the part of oh, people right. just want to feed their children. Yeah. They don't want to have a food insecurity. They don't want to worry where oh, their children yeah. are going wow. to sleep. Um, I'm just so excited that we can back the blue and we can say what we want to say. And uh -huh. I hope that yeah, you could say the N-word all day, bitch. Democratic governors will listen to some of the things. Um, I'm very upset at people that say she's a foreigner. We're all foreigners. Um, <laughs> other than I know Who the hell said that? She's a foreigner. These people are sick. You understand? I can't. I can't. They need to... Bye-bye. We need to say, okay, you know what? You're right. Let's agree to disagree. 
but see ya. Can I get my keys back? Thanks. Bye-bye. The whole nation here in Iowa, in Arizona, and they're back in Trump. So um, I think he's doing the best he can on this COVID. It's, uh, oh, yeah. Who no, could ever do anything different except kill 170,000, have the worst death rate, and mass graves? Who could, who, I mean, you can't blame him. You can't blame him for anything. He's only the president. We can blame Hillary, though, for Benghazi, 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 and Obama for the Ebola death. You know, there was a couple of deaths, so. But they're, they're at fault. But you can never blame Twitler. The J is for Jesus. Our country should have been stopped long time before, oh, but yes. it's not his Poor fault. thing. I think he's done as good a job as anybody humanly possible can do. Well, except for our, the socialist prime minister of New Zealand or, I mean, pick another country that isn't run by an asshole autocrat. How about Canada? They're doing a lot better than we are. And I just think it's time for America to wake up. Yes, wake up. Vote for Trump. Vote for people that really want our country to be America. Now, Roxanne. uh... Vote for people who really want our country to be America. Honey, you don't have a clue what it means to be an American. You're a disgrace to America. You obviously are some kind of dupe, perhaps. You got to know that's what happened after... I'm sure it's happening tonight too. After the after this other this shit show, tonight's shit show, they said, "Hey, we're going to flood the C-SPAN phone lines." Bottom line, the Democrats don't think like that. Do you? Don't you think the Democrats should have? They should have coordinated something similar to get through to C-SPAN or any other. Any other show that takes phone calls, let's say, but especially C-SPAN. I am sure after the Democratic convention, in fact, I will probably go back. I haven't looked. I wonder what the phone calls would be like. What, what, I mean, what they were like after the Democratic convention. Were they all, oh, I don't believe them. They're, they want to defund the police. They want to raise my taxes. They don't think all lives matter. They hate babies, even though abortion rates go down whenever Democrats are in office. But, you know, even though we can go through every every argue every bullshit argue they don't like freedom you know you're not free to go to school without being massacred you're not free to go to a movie or a concert but you're free to walk around with an AK47 and shoot people the cops will throw you some water too if you get thirsty Mrs. Trump went on to say that you always know what Donald Trump is thinking. <laughs> Which I isn't much. It. When he gets him going, I love he it. He gets and him I really going. I wish um, C-SPAN to me is the channel of choice 
because you're the only ones that tell what's really happening. Is mm-hmm. it always good? No. Is it always bad? No. But the truth, I thought the that truth. mix that they had on, that young uh, Covington student. Oh, uh, that poor baby, that, that little smug bitch that was standing in the personal space of a Native American looking condescendingly smug at him. He's such a poor little victim. Take a number. I'm sure they ran out of numbers, though, in the professional victim goddamn waiting room. He's got a real good future ahead of him, being a whiny little professional victim bitch. I'm sure they'll have him on the C-SPAC, I mean, on the CPAC stage. And uh, stay tuned. He'll be running for political office. That's why we got to get out of here. Because they can have him. Let him have it. You can have Nick Sandman. You can have the McCloskeys. We want our democratic republic. I, we want our e pluribus unum. We want the country that works for all. Not that works for some while the rest are propping them up, blowing smoke up the asses of the oligarchy. I don't know what you get out of it. You know, these people, they probably, half of them are on social security, socialist security. Oh, don't touch your, don't touch my socialist security that liberals fought, bled, and died to entrust to you. Scumbags. I hope he got a gazillion dollars for the way that they treated him and tried to, you know, this cancel culture. What is that about? And I remember... Oh my God! Saving nickels and dimes and quarters and doing these little drives to build different statues, and that they can just be ripped down. I love that people are going to go to prison for ten years. I like that <laughs> Trump has a soft side as far as helping people that want to be rehabilitated. But there is evil in this world, and we need good people. And those are the ones that want to the best of the American people. Not have a statue of a traitor. I'm a Trump fan 100%. Well, thanks for spending a few minutes Holy with us. Holy shit. CB in Garland, Texas sends in this text. Melania was exquisite. What the fuck Very am I listening to? Lady Trump 2020. I wish the media would say more positive things about oh, her. Oh, shut up, whiners. Than what the media has given Oh, her. yeah, like is an the truth. Redondo Beach, okay, California. get ready. Good evening, Let's see. Greg. He's great. Hello. Please go ahead and make your comment. Oh, well, I thought Melania was elegant. Oh, what a surprise. She's beautiful. She's eloquent. Really? She made her points and supports her husband 100%. And you could see the pride on his face. <laughs> Do you agree with her opinion? Absolutely. Why? Well, no. I, I, you know... I'm an I agree with it. Whatever my dim Fiora says, do the best job in my opinion. And last time I voted for Trump, and I'm voting for him again. Of Thank course. You for calling in, Laura in Chula Vista, California, Democrat this time. Hi, Laura. Hi there. Uh, my comments as an immigrant, I can relate to everything and anything that she said. Uh-huh, She's right. Of course. This is the only country that offers the another Democrat. How, do, how weird. Only on the merits. You cannot have this freedom in these 
opportunities of, of course isn't that odd another world. supporter no on the, the democratic line very concerned is the radical left the, the radical left on the democratic Democrat line party has gone to what wait 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 wait, wait wait this is the democrat line the democratic line and she did say democrat party only on the merits let me hear this Every, again wait wait chula vista california democrat this time hi laura oh yeah hi there uh my comments as an immigrant i can relate to everything and anything that she said can you believe this She's right this is the only country that offers the opportunity to she's right yourself. on the democrat line on the democrat you cannot have this freedom and these opportunities of advancement in anywhere in the world nowhere else the other thing that i am very concerned is the radical left the radical the way left that this democrat party has gone the Democrat Party on the Democrat line. And that, this guy's just sitting there. Let's read some more pro-Trump tweets. To the extreme left. You know, it's the Demo- I'm a Democrat, but I, I belong to the Democrat Party, and I hate the Democrat Party. But I am a Democrat, and I got to tell you, I just love this Trump character. Who is he? He's amazing. It's almost like Jesus came down and touched me on my Democrat. All of a sudden, I was like a Democrat, but now I see it's a Democrat party. And you got to say it like that, Democrat. You don't say Democratic, because Democratic sounds too Democratic. You say Democrat, and because it sounds like rat. And that's what Frank Luntz said. You know, you don't say the Democrat ick party because, you know, we don't really have anything else to run on. We don't have reality. We just have bullshit. So we say things like Democrat party to get people to vote against their own better interests. And I'm on the Democrat line. Yes, me. Can you believe how many Democrat Party people love Twitler? It's almost like there is no more Democrat Party. Well, it's like there is no Democratic Party. Well, there isn't really a Democrat Party because it doesn't exist. It's called the Democratic Party. But you wouldn't know it because saying Democrat Party is how Republicans identify each other, whether they're on the Trump and Z, Twitler. You know, it's like... It's like hanging a, a gang sign. Yeah, yeah, Democrat, Democrat. That means, you know, I hate the country. I hate the nation of immigrants. You know, I'm, I'm all about, I got mine, sucks to be you. And, and everybody else can go F off and, you know, you're free to die. Completely. It's appalling. I am not that. I am not that. <laughs> and I will vote for Mr. Trump. Even doesn't do this fucking guy know not... that he is being played? You think that C-SPAN would start saying, all right, what's going on here? This is not real. They have played us. They're fucking with the phones. They're flooding the phones. And, you know, it's not... Uh, it's it's more propaganda. This I feel like I live in goddamn Soviet Russia. Absolutely. It's like Putin's Russia. 
That's what they want. You understand? Where all the oligarchy runs everything and Twitler gets to bestow the favors on all his pals. For the post office lie that the Democrats post office lie. She's on the Democrat line. Remember that Democrat party line. What he said. It's a lie. It's a lie. The post office is a lie. Don't believe your lying eyes. Don't believe that you, you know you're not getting your mail. Don't believe those dead chicks waiting in crates to be delivered to their homes, but die instead because of goddamn the Republicans. It's just a lie. Person from the post office is true. And also, why are we not, why are we getting, everybody's going to vote by mail. Oh, it's a lie. I am not stupid. I'm an we idiot. never had this problem before. Now it's a lie. Get ready, guys. It's coming. It is coming. They won't accept the the results of the election. You know it. It is coming. This country will be devolving into a civil war. And honestly, I'm I'm goddamn praying for it. Good. We need it. We have to get rid of them. They don't want to accept the election. Goodbye. Enough. I'm tired. We don't need them. I understand. The thing that sucks, there are very nice people in, in these red states. Normal people live there. I get letters from you. I hear you. It sucks. But what do you think we, what, what else can we do? It's not working. This is unsustainable. You wait and see, it's going to happen. They will destroy this country come November. As Michael Cohen said, there will not be a peaceful transfer of power. The truth is a lie. The lie is a truth, Right? This is where we live. We have Republicans who just, when, a couple of short years ago, they were calling Twitler what he is, a con man, a liar. Let's see. I have a video here. the Trump supporters for a minute. I don't know who you are, and I don't know why you like this guy. Whatever he does, he accuses everyone else of doing. The man cannot tell the truth, but he combines it with being a narcissist. A narcissist at a level I don't think this country's ever seen. And my concern is that he would grab up that power and really uh, treat the country as sort of his uh, little bully fiefdom. Donald Trump is everything I taught my children not to do in kindergarten. He's been what do you think? Working Americans for 40 years. Yep. He's a race baiting, xenophobic, religious bigot. 
he says he's for the little guy, but he's actually built a lot of his businesses on the backs of the little guy. You know, Donald Trump the other day said that it, quote, if he tells a soldier to commit a war crime, the soldier will just go do it. And I don't think Donald Trump uh, uh, has, has even read the Constitution, knows what's in the Constitution. A toxic mix of demagoguery and mean-spiritedness and nonsense. Mm-hmm. I just cannot support Donald Trump. Donald Trump is a delusional narcissist and an orange-faced windbag. Donald Trump <laughs> is a con artist. He doesn't know the difference between truth and lies. He lies practically every word that comes out of his mouth. I think he's a kook. I think he's crazy. I think he's unfit for office. Gee, what changed? What happened? This is what we're dealing with. You understand? They don't care. They know who Twitler is and they're going along with it. Absolutely. So what do you do with that? What do you do? How can you, how can you overcome this? Right? Absolutely. How are we going to fix this country when half of the half of them, not even less than half, because they are a minority party, but they do not have an interest in fixing the country. They have an interest in their own money and power. Absolutely. Here, let's go back to this. I am able to provide an ID. Everybody should be able. If I was going, I'm going to the, to the store, I'd wear a mask, I can go shopping, then I can go vote. So, Laura, oh, wow. You, how, you're how calling on the Democrats' line, but you didn't have anything good to say about them. Oh, how weird. No, not at all. Not at all. Like I told this lady who answered the phone, I was a Democrat. I'm not longer a Democrat. They are, they are communists. They're socialists. And that is not what this country is. I love the United States. I am an immigrant. I left my country because socialism destroyed oh, sure. my parents' Oh, sure. Sure you business. did. Sure and you I did. I will not stand for that. And I'm telling you this. If my life has to be put in the middle and, you know, given up for it, I will. Good. Sometimes I, I feel ashamed for the people who are born in here or who are immigrants and who speak so despicable about America. Why defund the police? Why all this hatred to the police? Black life matters? What? Every life matters, not only black people. Come on. Laura, can you tell us your, did you see the immigration ceremony this evening at the Republican National Convention? And can you tell us your immigration story? Okay. Yes, yeah. I became a citizen on November, I mean, on the, the year 2000, when the 9-11 happened. That very year. And I had, yes, and I had tears because I've been wanting to be a citizen because I love this country. I love this country more than the place that I was born. Because just like I told you, the freedom and the opportunities that oh, were sure. not given, but they were earned. earned. The desire of from my desire, I earned 
everything that I had was not given, not on welfare, but I had the opportunity oh my to go register a DBA and create my own little business with only $1,000. Do you know where else in the world you can do that? Nowhere. Sir. Everywhere. Nowhere. Where's your country yeah. of origin? Mexico. Thank you for calling in this oh, that's evening. Socialist. Wanda in Hobart, Indiana. No, Republican it's an oligarchy. Line. Melania Trump said that her husband will not lose focus on us. That's exactly right. We <laughs> love Donald Trump. We're going on awesome. how long? And 30 minutes so awesome into tonight. the phone we calls. These people not a single phone call that we could critical of Trump. Needs to be done. She was so caring and loving. Really? And loved the children of the world. What more would we want? And Donald's children. And when we see his Donald's children, children, we don't see crosses hanging upside down representing Satan. We don't see any of that. We see people that's been taught and have common sense and loving and caring and want to give what? to the world. Not take just everything. Really? And disrupt and burn and do all these crazy things. The Bible wow. says you will know them by their fruits. And Donald Trump has yeah. done one awesome job with all his children. Our people need to stand up in this world and take notice to that. Right now, right today, and every day until he's elected. If he don't get in, our world will be destroyed. <laughs> These Democrats, all they want to do is wow. spread hate. Yes. So out of control. All they want to do is just keep it going, C-SPAN. All of our lives matters. Every life matters. Yeah, sure. You could tell when they're shooting man. people this in the back. You uh, didn't hear any of this out of Melania and Donald and their children and everybody on there. It was nothing like this. All right, right. Wanda, thank you for calling in. Yeah, see you in hell, bitch. The convention continues tomorrow with day three. Well, Karen not Pence, a Kellyanne single Conway, phone call Mike Pence positive, uh, negative against Trump. Night, not a one. begins at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. Ben's an independent in Lincoln, oh, Nebraska. Oh, sure, let's hear Ben, what did you think of Melania Trump's speech tonight? Or any, any of the issues it. discussed tonight? Well, I think she did a nice job. Wonderful. I what do you the think? She called in said she was a daughter of the American Revolution. I happen to be a son of the American Revolution. Oh, God, She's fuck the you. the person to be in that Let's in go. That she hit absolutely every single issue I'm just fast-forward. Look at well, that. Well, lying communist mainstream media, useful idiots. the home. <laughs> I'm good. A Republican from Piedmont, South Carolina. Look at this shit. He's reading the the tweets. Ben from Lincoln, Nebraska. Ada from Georgia texts in. Independent voter. Our first lady is a pure class act. I think she did great. The entire RNC has been very uplifting and positive. A Republican from Piedmont, South Carolina. Tal, good evening to you. How are you doing? How are you? I'm good. I'm actually a constitutional conservative. Whatever, bitch. Bye-bye. Is funded Let's see. by America. There be media distortions and attacks from the other side. Melania Trump says that Donald Trump will not and has not lost focus. focus. On How you. come he keeps Next repeating that? Shut your mouth. Democrat. See, Hi, oh, uh, with Democrats. How you doing? How are you? Good. I'm good. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I'm a, I'm a Democrat. I'm a Republican. And as Redem- I look at this whole thing, Donald Trump has been in office for three and a half years, and everything he's saying now in the last two days, he hasn't done. 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. This is weird. One? One guy? A little bit questioning? He takes no you know, responsibility at all for it. Come on. We had too many deaths, and he just passes it by. As far as immigration well, goes, How did he get through? You, know, you see that a lot of people have immigrated to the United States, and look how he handled the immigrants in Mexico. I mean, he put those kids in cages. That's oh, totally my God. Who got and him in here? Speech goes tonight, Who allowed him? You know, I thought she did a nice job on the speech. Really? Mm. I can't go she sounded like she's a robotic she's bitch. Africa and all that she's done there. Why, why, why hasn't she done anything here as far as with the kids and the things All like right, that. let's just forward. And How are you? I'm good. Is this Harrisburg, Oops. Pennsylvania. Beth is in Winder, Georgia. Republican line. Hi, Ugh. Beth. Hi, Whatever, Beth. Shut uh, up. You know. Uh, hanging around him if he spoke like that. Now, she can speak because, you know, you write things, but I hope she means everything she's saying. All right, whatever. Enough of she's this. She's feisty and she's independent. She's a bitch. She's a dumb bitch. Um, Junior, do you mind? He's moving the, ca- the microphone away from my face. Yeah, she's so classy. Let's look at Melania how classy she is yeah i don't he doesn't like me screaming at him oh my god so classy look at her there mm classy 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 i could see the class classes in session what class dismissed whoops that's a naked picture I don't want to get... Oh, oh, this is pornography. Class. It's like... This is like school in the summer. No class. That's your classy trophy wife. Now, let's play that game, everyone. What if Obama... Let's play the what if Obama game. What if Michelle Obama took nude photos... What would I, what would the Republicans say? What a disgrace it is! So unclassy. They, th- we can't have someone in the Oval Office that is so uncouth. What about if Obama was on his third trophy wife and had five kids by three different women and paid off porn stars while his wife was home recovering from childbirth? Yeah, what would they do? All right, let me go into the chat here for a second. Hi, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for watching the show. If you're new to the show, you know that you know what you got to do. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Support the liberal media because this is what we're up against. Okay? And I want to thank... Deborah, for your super chat. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. And Shannon, again, for your super chat. We need about a thousand more patrons. And then maybe one day we'll have a daily show at a set time. But I wanted to read something else. Let's see, where did I put it? Because, you know, Trump is such a class act. And yesterday we talked about 
the comedian who worked on the apprentice uh, on the apprentice noel caster and here's an interview with a website what's it called oh well it's an interview by grego lear and he writes former uh, full disclosure, an interview with Noel Caster, the former celebrity apprentice talent handler on what he saw behind the scenes. So G- Greg O'Lear says, he asks Noel Caster, let's start with your bona fides. You were a staffer at The Apprentice, which is, th- which um, with its celebrity apprentice incarnation was on TV for much longer than I remembered. Donald John Trump hosted the show from 2004 to 2015. So he really did jump from that job into the presidency, which seems even more preposterous when I type it out. How long were you working there, and what did your job duties involve? Noel Castor responds, I was on Celebrity Apprentice for six seasons of the finale tapings. I initially took the gig on a lark. A friend of mine had been given the job of a talent executive for the first season of Celebrity Apprentice, which had shot in SNL's Studio 8H. She needed some experienced talent handlers, which is what I had done for most of my career in live television, starting in 1993 at the Kennedy Center Honors. So I was assigned to the celebrity talent, basically making sure they get delivered to the DGA stage managers on time for their live hit and dealing with all their needs backstage. That first year, I was assigned to Piers Morgan. In subsequent years, I handled the musical performers, such as Cyndi Lauper. Then, for the final three seasons, I was Ivanka Trump's exclusive handler, and that's where the fun really began. So the question asks, well, let's go get into Ivana for, Ivanka for a second. First, like most Twitter-tears, I read your feed with astonishment. How can he get away with saying this stuff, I say to myself. So let me ask point blank. How do you get away with saying this stuff? Did you sign an NDA? And Noel Castor says, I say what I say because it's true. Trump knows it's true. During the 2016 campaign, Mark Burnett threatened to sue anyone who had worked on The Apprentice. This caused many of my colleagues to fall silent. They'd been speaking out on Facebook, including the former directors of the show, and I think word got back to him. I told the HRC campaign what I knew, and at their behest, I told People Magazine. I addressed the NDA stuff in my stand-up. So he, he asks, I'll add that NDAs are typically used to protect, protect trade secrets, not to cover for a corrupt criminal running for president. But then Burnett wanted to make a show extolling Putin. So he's not exactly the most patriotic guy. What can you tell us about him? Burnett, not Putin. So Noel Castor responds, he is the man behind the curtain in many respects and becoming enormously wealthy. I will say that Mark Burnett helped create the Trump we now see. He's one of his staunchest supporters and allies and was in the room for many of the racist tirades from Trump's mouth that was recorded by the audio crew on that show. And this is why, this is me talking now, this is why we... 
asked all during the campaign and throughout the years for Mark Burnett to please to release these recordings, and he will not because he's a goddamn traitor. He's with Trump. He, he's making money, and that's what it's about, right? Doesn't matter what happens to the country. I remember there were rumors of tapes of Trump dropping the N-word that never seemed to materialize. Not that any of his supporters would care. Well, the caster responds, Trump gets off on using racist terms, especially if there are people around who happen to be of that particular minority. He seems to hate Puerto Ricans the most. Um, I will leave it at that. But his policies after Hurricane Maria came of no surprise to me. He is basically trying to kill them, in my opinion. So he asks, nothing we've learned about him these, three, these last three years suggests that your opinion is wrong. Four of the biggest bombshells you often talk about on your Twitter are Trump's incontinence and his use of adult diapers, his drug addiction, his STD, and his creepy relationship with his daughter, Ivanka, your former boss. So let's take them one at a time. First, his incontinence. To play devil's advocate, why does it matter if he wears adult diapers? And Castor responds, it matters because his incontinence stems from his decades of stimulant abuse and, and his horrible fast food diet. He pretends he's the model of physical health when instead his bodily functions are being dictated by his drug addiction and he tries to cover it up. So it's evidence of his incompetence and one of the main reasons for the NDAs. The crew nicknamed Celebrity Apprentice the shit show because he would soil himself during tapings often after flying into a rage and cursing out the script department because he couldn't read a three syllable word. So is Trump illiterate? He is severely dyslexic and he has been his entire life. Ivanka would joke about it off camera. The drugs are obviously a much bigger deal. Anyone who's watched him during the last three years, and especially during the pandemic pressers, can see that there are times when his affect is radically different. The press will describe him sometimes as subdued. Can you detail what we've seen? He snorts Adderall to maintain his high. That is his maintenance high. When he gets too wired... This is tempered with benzodiazepines. There's also a robust use of cocaine and methamphetamine in the Trump orbit. And I'll leave it at that. New York City is so full of folks with anecdotes of Trump's drug use. They come to mind. They would come up to me and share their stories all the time. Look at that Dr. Borenstein stuff if you want to know more. And I'll ask you and ask yourself why Trump sent his bodyguard, Keith Schiller, to strong-arm the doctor and steal his medical records shortly before being, I mean, shortly after being elected POTUS. So next, let's go to the sexually transmitted diseases. I don't think this is important except that he tells us something, it tells us something about his character or lack thereof. If he has herpes and goes around having unprotected sex, and even worse, sexually assaulting and raping women, Castor says, yes, Captain Valtrex was another nickname for him. He sent his secretaries to the CVS on 57th Street to pick up his scripts for the herpes treatment. 
He used the name John Barron on some of these prescriptions. My sense of Trump from afar is that he is at first a narcissist in the clinical sense of the word. This is the questioner. Second is that he's a coward, terrified of being beclowned or of losing. And third, he's a bully. And bullies are cowards, usually, of course. I'll add that while he has good instincts, which, I mean, that's this guy writing that he has good instincts. F you. He's got nothing. I wouldn't give him a goddamn anything. Give him nothing because he takes everything. I can't stand it. I'll add that while he has good instincts, he's not smart in the conventional sense. What's your impression of him, having seen him up close for so long? He is very unintelligent, but he is also a master con man. He knows what he's doing in the sense of advancing his own interests. He's like a godfather, as Michael Cohen described him in his house testimony. Also, I don't buy the dementia talk at all. His, debil his, de his debilitation is from drug use and the slowing down of his brain that was never high-functioning. But listen to Lev Parnas' audio about talking uh, to Ambassador Yovanovitch. That's a mob boss's mentality, and the guy in charge of his fact faculties and interests knows exactly where he is and what he's doing. If anything, the dementia talk uh, gives him an alibi to use later on. So the questioner says, you call Don Jr. the second dumbest son. He seems to be like a dumbed-down Kendall Roy. He's also a very good troll. I blocked him. Uh, I blocked them all long ago, but there were times when he, he would tweet something and I would laugh in spite of myself. How closely did you work with him? And what, were you, what was your sense of him? And Castor says, Scrump was his nickname on The Apprentice. He makes his father look like a nice guy. He is also just as racist and just as addicted. He is a deeply troubled human being with his own eyes on power and also in, per in perpetual conflict with Ivanka. There is no love lost between them. And you could tell this is not a drill, guys. This crime family will destroy this country. And there's going to be a lot of people that'll go along with it. They're going to be fine because they're authoritarians. It has always been under the surface here in the United States. It takes goddamn greed and throwing away the, f the foundation of a functioning, economically vibrant working class to, to bring this to fruition. I mean, that's how it goes in all republics. Jesus Christ. So is Eric as much of a moron as he is portrayed on Saturday Night Live? He is now, uh, this is the questioner, he's now so all in that he deserves no mercy, but it seemed like with his original charity, he was at one point making a concerted effort to do good we all know now that this charity that they're referring to, what charity? It's a con. It was a con. They used it as a personal uh, slush fund. These people have no morals. On the other hand, 
His wife is particularly awful, even for MAGA. Well, we nicknamed Eric Twizzler because he would steal all the red Twizzlers from craft services. Eric is the only one on Twitter from his family to have blocked me because I posted a pic of him smiling and wrote the caption, Sun's out, gums out. He is, uh, his teeth are a sensitive topic. He says, did you encounter any of the Trump-Russia figures on the set? Roger Stone, Michael Cohen, Paul Manafort, and Castor responds, Felix Slater was a a frequent guest on the Celebrity Apprentice after parties, especially the ones held at the Trump Soho in 2010. He would make introductions between Ivanka and the wealthy Russians that made up most of the guest list. The whole, this whole thing is much bi- a much bigger operation than most people realize. I hope they do realize before it's too late. That bring us, brings us to Ivanka, whom you obviously know pretty well. I've read that her public persona is complete bullshit. That thing she does where she sex whispers like a drag queen doing Marilyn Monroe and tries to present, to pr- to present as a serious grown-up is all an act. I've heard she can be funny and she curses a lot. What's her deal? So Castor says, yes, it's all an act. Her speaking voice is much lower. That's the voice she uses to pull her daddy's strings. Everything about her is a contrivance. So she uses the sex whisper to talk to her dad. That's horrifying, but not surprising. If Ivanka had to pick between her father and her husband, which would she choose? I'm choose I'm guessing she would choose Jared because he has more money. So Castor says, yes, I would go with Jared. They have a comfortable arrangement. So what else did you witness in the father-daughter relationship that struck you so strange? And he says, everything. Ivanka runs the show and plays her father like a fiddle. She and Jared are using him to gain, to gain power. I don't fear Trump. I'm terrified of them, the children, getting control of this country. And I believe that is their plan. As I often say, Trump wants music to play when he walks in the room. He wants to get high and he wants to grab women. Ivanka and Jared want to rule the world. And that's the end of the article. And I I was terrified. Yeah, it is terrifying. It's happening. So what do we do? How do we fix it? When we, we're dealing with the Democratic Party that doesn't seem to want to fix it. They want to get rid of Trump, but they don't want to, so- to um, fix all of the... I don't know, fix, what do you say? Uh, fix the the things. <laughs> I don't know, fix the economy, fix the, the policies that made him possible. My God. And I keep watching, every time I go on YouTube, because probably because of what I do, and, um, you know, they target the ads, whatever ad, I keep, Getting that ad with Chuck Schumer. Ah, hey, you, you, I'm talking to you. It's time to ditch Mitch. It's so uninspiring. Go away with these goddamn Chuck Schumers and Nancy Pelosi's. Enough. 
Do, are they the future? I'm so concerned. Honestly, where the rest? Where's where is everybody? Hello. All right. I want to check in with the chat. If you're just stepping into the show or stumbling out. Oh, that's good. Eddie, I see on the Facebook chat, Rachel Maddow just pointed out that the Republicans don't like to say the word Democratic. Post that link, Tara. Let's see. The link to the Noel Caster? I will. Where is it? I just had it in front of me. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Don't you hate that? Let me see. I'll f- I'll post it. I'll find it. So many links. God damn it. Oh, so yeah. Let's remember. You know, while the Republicans are blowing smoke up Twitler's ass, what we're really dealing with, and it's really scary. But here, let me see. Here's a ad that Michael Cohen. Where is it? God damn it. Here we go. For more than a decade, I was President Trump's right-hand man, fixer, and confidant. I was complicit in helping conceal the real Donald Trump. I was part of creating an illusion. Later this week, he's going to stand up and blatantly lie to you. I'm here to tell you he can't be trusted, and you shouldn't believe a word he utters. So when you watch the president this week, remember this. If he says something is huge, it's probably small. If he says something will work, it probably won't. And if he says he cares about you and your family, he certainly does not. He's going to tell you that if you re-elect him, the economy will bounce back. That only he can get us out of this economic crisis. I alone can fix it. Maybe for those like him. But if you think he cares about working class Americans, you're dead wrong. The president is going to talk to you about law and order. That's laughable. Virtually everyone who worked for his campaign has been convicted of a crime or is under indictment, myself included. So when the president gets in front of the cameras this week, remember that he thinks we're all gullible, a bunch of fools. I was a part of it, and I fell for it. You don't have to like me, but please listen to me. We deserve better? Yeah, if only if we fight for it because they're destroying this country. How many people have to go to jail? How many people have to die for the, for the Trump Anzies to wake up? I don't think they're ever going to wake up. That's why I'm saying it's a lost cause. Enough is enough. Here's another, his sister. Every, you ever notice this? Anybody with a shred of integrity They, and anyone who, with a shred of integrity and who get near Twitler, to know him is really to hate him. 
So where are we? Hold on. I know. I, that's why I ask you to become a patron. So it, when we have a show that has producers and it's not just me clicking around trying to find the goddamn articles, it will be better. It'll be quicker. It'll be tighter. There'll still be some cats, of course. We can't have a show that doesn't have cats or dogs. All right, here's Marianne Trump. That's the wrong one. Marianne Barry Trump. It's goddamn tweet and the lie. Oh, my God, I'm talking too freely. But you know, it, it, the change of stories, the lack of preparation, the lying, the holy <laughs> But he's appealing to the base. What they're doing with the kids at the border. I mean... Well, he's always been this way. I mean, I guess. I mean, he... He, he was a tough kid, right? He was a brat. Yeah, yeah well, that's what I mean. I don't mean tough. That all, said I, I mean, to a brat or temper tantrums I, I whatever. I drove him around New York City to try to get him into college. He ended up in Fordham. I got him in somehow. Um, before... Before I had any real Catholic roots, Oops, but, um, ah. but he hold I mean, on, sorry, I didn't get him in, but but he, I know he didn't I hate get when this comes. happens. And I hit the wrong button. It's supposed to stay on the page, but it doesn't. Pennsylvania. All right, wrong one. Here we go. Take his take the exams. <laughs> no way. And he had somebody take his entrance exams? SATs or whatever. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. You're kidding. That's what I <clears throat> believe. <laughs> I, need, I even remember the name. Oh, man. But then he, you know. I mean, that's how much shock. No, but now when you do what he does, stories, he never mentions Fordham. Of course not. Oh, my God. No, he went to the Wharton School, which also isn't true. He didn't go. He went to the University of Pennsylvania. Went to University of Pennsylvania. <laughs> and took a couple of classes, I guess, at Wharton. Oh, that's insane. That's him. <gasps> so, and, and he knew, I did his homework for him. I mean, he once tried to take credit for me. Well, where would you be without me? I said, you want to, you mention, you say that one more time, I will level you. Jesus. Unbelievable. Because in 1981, he had Roy Cohn call Reagan, who had to be a woman appointed to the, you know, in New Jersey to a federal court, because Reagan's running for re-election, and he needed, he was desperate for the female vote. I mean, or I said you had Cohn make one phone call. Oh my God! And I've done everything since then. Did you make Chief Justice Rehnquist? Appoint me the head criminal judge? No, he didn't. You ever mention that one more time? Any, I will wipe you out, and I would. But anyway, but no, I mean he, yeah. And Donald was Donald's out for Donald. Period. When when he said he started to say something to me, boy. Look at what I've done for you. And I've said, you have done nothing deliberately. I this have rambling. never asked him for a favor since 1981 when I was 
being highly considered to go in the federal court on my own merits. I never used the name Trump. Mm -hmm. It was never part of my makeup. Right. Um, until John and I got married, I had to make the transition. But long story being short, um, Reagan was the president, and can you ask Cohn, Roy Cohn, to call Reagan, because they were like kissing buddies. Um, the next day I had the nomination. Uh, I probably would have gotten it on the merits anyway. Reagan was yeah, running sure. for re-election. He needed a woman. A woman, yeah. And I was top government prosecutor in the United States. Yeah. He calls. And he says, did you watch Fox News? I said, no. Why not? I said, I don't watch much television at all. Pause. What do you do? Unbelievable. I read. Pause. What do you read? Books. Jesus Christ. You don't watch Fox? This is real life, everyone. I'm sorry. It's I hate to break it to us. It's real life. It's happening. For all the years, you know, you always, um, let me keep it, let me focus on myself, not you, me. I, to personalize it, and folk, I'm not trying to project on anybody, but for years, you know, you, 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 for me, for me, I, sometimes you think about a horrible future, you're like, worst case scenario, what could happen? This is the worst case scenario. For years, years ago, when I was with Mike Malloy in Washington, D.C., during the Bush years, when we were trying to, you know, we were doing Radio Rose for Families USA and trying to break, to, to, to make this country better, to, to break the goddamn stranglehold of fascism, to warn people, to say, this is fascism. This is how a fascist takes root. That this must lead to that. Of course, how we're not a, a, a real democracy, how we're, we're barely aspirational democracy, how we have to have a functioning middle class in order to have a functioning democratic republic. And... It's only going to get worse if we don't fix it. And here we are. And now we're on the precipice. Either we are, either we get this country back. Because I'm telling you right now, what everything that Twitler says and the Republicans, everything that they're saying, of course, they're setting it up in case they lose. Now, if they win this election, quote-unquote, despite receiving fewer votes, if they claim victory, we, what are we going to do? Go along with it? We're going to allow this to happen? I thought that's why we had an electoral college. We have an electoral college, supposedly, so... 
something like this won't happen. So we don't have an in, 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 uh, an unfit, unqualified traitor, someone in cahoots with our enemies to become the president. There's all these stopgaps for democracy uh, truly breaking out. So what are we going to do? Because you know that I'm, I mean, we're not. How can we survive? We cannot survive another four years of this con man who received fewer votes. We shouldn't have had to put up with it to begin with. They don't win legitimately. They never do. How many times? Like Bush. Like Bush v. Gore. We had to live through that. Why? Because the Supreme Court said stop the vote count? Why did we put up with it? You know why? Because the oligarchy, the, the rich, the powerful, who have their friggin' greedy hands around our goddamn national neck, they have us so on, hanging by a thread, that we, people are just too goddamn busy, distracted, unable to be involved. They're working their three uniquely American jobs. They're tired. And then they're, they come home, everywhere they go, they, get, they stop at the gas station to get gas on the TV. There's Fox News blaring the propaganda making them stupider and stupider, selectively editing everything. I mean, this is, a, this is the Republican Party. When you do a study and Fox News makes its victims slash viewers stupider than people, less informed than those who watch no news at all, that is not a news network. That's a propaganda channel. And I remember... Remember during Obama when Obama put them in the back of the room or whatever? What was it? He wasn't going to take questions from them. Let me see. let me look this up. Obama, Fox News, and because he said this is a propaganda arm dedicated to getting people to hate their president. They're not telling the truth when people who watch Fox News are less informed, but that's, of course, a lie, right? That's just fake news, of course, right? It's not true. Well, studies, when you do scientific studies, if they don't give you the conclusion that you want, it's fake, right? Why the fuck does that happen? It's just fake. When you, I mean, what a way to go through life when you're... Don't like what you hear, it's fake. Just say it's fake. I don't like that I gained 10 pounds. Well, that must be fake news. I'm not fat. It's just fake news. Not that I'm fat. I'm not saying that. I'm just, as an example. Not that fat, fat, whatever. I'm not trying to fat shame anybody. Don't give me, don't, don't get up my goddamn cooch about this shit. I got enough to worry about. Unbelievable. But, oh, wait, where was I? Yeah, 
Fox News, Obama versus Fox News. And then what happened during that time? The, oh, sorry, yeah, Obama versus Fox News. This is in 2015. Who the fuck is texting me? And Obama versus Fox News behind the White House strategy to delegitimize a news organization. Fox News. I'm just looking something else. Study from that socialist rag business insider. Watching Fox News makes you stupid. Now let's go back to this Fox News, this Fox article. There was no war on terror for the Obama White House, but there is a war on Fox News. Remember, this is a Fox News article. In a recent interview with the New Republic, President Obama was back to his grousing about the one television news outlet in America that won't fall in line and treat him as an emperor. That role is saved for Twitler, of course, for a real emperor. For the dumb Fuhrer, the dim leader. Uh, I'm having flashbacks of living through this time and listening to these whiny bitch Republicans go on about the imperial presidency. He's not a king. He's not an emperor. No, now you got one, though. And he won't be questioned, right? Like Stephen Miller said. Trump's powers are all encompassing or whatever, encompassing, what's the word, you know, or Trump is all powerful and he won't be questioned. In a recent interview with the New Republic, President Obama was back to his grousing about the one television news outlet in America that won't fall in line and treat him as an emperor. Discussing breaking Washington's partisan gridlock, the president told TNR, If a Republican member of Congress is not punished on Fox News for working with a Democrat on a bill of common interest, then you'll see more of them doing it. Alas, the president loves to whine about the media, the media meanies at Fox News. You hearing this? It is, it's opposite day. they uh, they change their tune as soon as there is a Republican president. The meanies at Fox News? Oh, the media meanies. Did you see did you hear that Tiffany Trump's speech all about how media ask yourself why? Why does media want to lie to you when th- media's not lying to you? That's the goddamn tactic of every dictator that ever lived and ever destroyed a democratic republic or a republic or a democracy, that's what they do. They delegitimize truth. So shut your Tiffany goddamn Trump lie hole, you filthy, filthy fascists. You know what you're doing. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean that it's false. But when you have the receipts 
a study that viewers who get their news from Fox News are the most misinformed in the country. Oh, that's a lie. Uh, must be a socialist lie from Business Insider. Study confirms that Fox News makes you stupid. Yet another study has been released proving that watching Fox News is detrimental to your, where is it, uh, intelligence. World Public Opinion, a project managed by the Program on International Policy Attitudes at the University of Maryland, conducted a survey of American voters that shows that Fox News viewers are significantly more misinformed than consumers of news from other sources. What's more, the study shows that the greater the exposure to Fox News increases the misinformation. So the more you watch, the less you know. Or to be precise, the more you think you know that is actually false. The study corroborates a previous study that focused on the Iraq war with similar results. And there was the NBC Wall Street Journal poll that demonstrated that the break with reality on the part of Fox viewers with regard to health care. The body of evidence that Fox News is nothing but propaganda, a propaganda machine dedicated to lies, is growing day by day. In eight of the nine questions below, Fox News placed first in the percentage of those who were misinformed. They placed second in the question of TARP, the Troubled Asset Relief Program. This is an article that goes back to the Obama years. That's a, could you imagine the misinformation now with, with Twitler in the office, with the dim Fuhrer, the dumb leader? That's a pretty high battling average for the journalistic fraud. Here's a list of what Fox News viewers believe that just isn't so. 91% believe that the stimulus legislation lost jobs. 72% believe that health reform law will increase the deficit. Well, now, remember how they cared about the deficit? Now that, of course, they don't care about it anymore. They'll care about it again soon enough. Don't worry, as soon as a Democrat becomes the president or gets power in any form, they care. They'll start caring again. 72% believe the economy is getting worse. Well, when it's getting better, and now they, they think the economy is the greatest on earth. They also have a lot of corporate media mouthpieces that repeat the bullshit. That's why I ask you and, and suggest that we need a liberal media to counter these lies. It's not a great economy when you can't retire or save $400 or miss two paychecks and end up on a food bank line. Great economy you got there. Well, it's great for the billionaires who become more rich by the day. And some of them even make $13 billion extra in one day by doing nothing. Great. Well, as the American people lose their jobs, their livelihoods, their health care, their lives, suicides up, death by despair. Great country. Twitler? It's not... This is not a drill. It's happening. They... The, the worst-case scenario has come to fruition, and it will get worse. 
60% believe climate change is not occurring. 49% believe income taxes have gone up. 63% believe the stimulus legislation did not include any tax cuts. Of course it did. Remember how when Obama, he has to get the Republicans to like him. So into the troubled asset relief program, he, he says, all right, Republicans, let's have your ideas, your shitty ideas that crashed the economy only twice at this time. Now we're on three times. Let's get your ideas. Oh, a tax cut? Great. We'll put it in there because we got to be bipartisan and all. Not that a tax cut will do a goddamn thing and is the least effective way to build an economy back up. But they have to do that. That's who Obama was. Well, that's who Joe Biden will be. And just wait for the next fascist. Okay? 56% believe Obama initiated the GM Chrysler bailout. 38% believe that most Republicans opposed TARP. And 63% believe Obama was not born in the United States. This is who they are. The stupid bastards. But, yeah, remember um, Obama, he told the truth about Fox News. The president seems more comfortable talking to real journalists such as Chris Hughes, who, well, real journalists, they put in quotes, who asked the question in the TNR interview that elicited uh, Obama's reflective Fox hatred. Hughes is the new owner of TNR and a former major campaign Obama campaign donor. Well, now they doesn't matter. All of that, those supposed pretend ethics, those are out the window. Fox News is Trump TV. Who does Trump talk to first in the morning and say goodnight to the last before he? Uh, he gets unconscious, and hopefully one day he never wakes up. Oh, liberal talker wishes death on our dim Fuhrer. No, I, I swear. I only wish the best of what's he, what he's given to 178,000 of our fellow Americans. The best that he's got for them. He deserves for himself. But this is not the article I wanted to find, really. But at the time, Obama was, he, he said, well, he said the truth. Oh, here it is. Here's another article. He, he said that Fox News is propaganda. It's Republican prop- propaganda. And he asked the Fox News reporter in the White House press corps to sit in the back. And you know what happened? The other reporters in the crack White House press room, they all boycotted and they stood together in solidarity, even though Fox News is not a legitimate news outlet because they needed, yeah, we're, we are the fourth estate. You can't treat us like this. How's your solidarity now when Fox News is deliberately misinforming the American people and 
all of them, all of the right-wing propaganda outlets collude to effectively de- destroy truth in this country. Like every autocrat that ever came before Twitler. This is what they do. They destroy truth. They destroy media. And they tell, they, I, we, we know Twitler has openly said, do not listen, do not believe what you see. Listen to me. That's the autocrats rallying cry. And the, and the Republicans, they think they love America. So you accuse your opponent of doing exactly what you're doing. Oh, it's the Democrats who are autocrats and fascists. They're fascists and socialists and communists. Because the one thing they can count on, the one thing Republican, the evil Republican oligarchy can count on is the ignorance of the those who vote for them. They don't know the difference. What's socialism? What's communism? What's fascism? All I know is that my dim Fuhrer doesn't like it. He's a fascist. Whatever tickles my stupid funny bone and gets me to slit my own throat. Never mind. Oh, well, it was Nazis are the national socialists, see? Even though... You know, they had as much in common with socialism or democratic socialism, especially as the People's Democratic Republic of North Korea. Or the, what is it? The People's Republic of North Korea has in common with the Republican Party. That's how stupid Republicans are. They know that it doesn't matter what is the substance if they call it freedom, if they call it America, that's all that matters. doesn't matter what really America, if it has no absolute, absolutely no relation to what this thing is supposed to be. Just call it America. Call it freedom. Call it, just say, hey, we're... We are battling the coronavirus. Everything's great. Like nobody's ever seen. No one has ever done the greatest job like I've ever done it. Like nobody's ever seen. We've built the greatest economy like nobody's ever seen. Just keep repeating it. We have, if, what did I, even in, this, in the, yesterday's goddamn shit show, What's his name? Larry Kudlow? He was talking in the past tense about the coronavirus. And then we had to... We eradicated the coronavirus. I mean, the way he was talking, as if... nothing, Nothing to see here. Trump, thank God, he fixed it. Only I can fix it. Well, when you're dead, you have no more problems. There's no more coronavirus. No more worries. No more worries about upward immobility or not being able to save $400 or having health care. You don't need any health care because you got no more health. It's over. 
Every day is opposite day. And this is how, and also let me just remind everybody to become a patron at patreon.com. I know it's annoying. I'm trying not to annoy you, but it is what it is. I'm annoyed. You have to become a patron because this is what we're up against. If you believe in the liberal media and you're sick of the lies being peddled and propagandized, you're sick of living in this propagandized uh, bizarro world. Here, let me play one thing from the Republican convention to show you what we're up against. Jack is an eight-year-old from Wisconsin who was struggling academically and socially in school. But Jack's mom, Sarah, who works three jobs to support her son, applied for Wisconsin's school choice voucher program. Did you hear that? This is their convention now. Jack's mom, Sarah, who works three jobs to support her son, applied for Wisconsin's school choice voucher program. This is how far we've fallen. They think that that's something to crow about. So much so that they include it in one of their propaganda videos aimed at, it's not even the subject of the propaganda video, the propaganda video is aimed at destroying public education. That's another thing that they have to get rid of. No, no, no. You cannot have public education in the fascist dictatorship. You need, well, the only public education. It has, it has to be the party line education. They want you to believe the bullshit. Because when you're educated, you're less apt to vote Republican. And now the studies have shown us people who are educated, they don't, they're not as easily played. And also, uh, having a common story. The purpose of public education. There are standards. You know, this is what Republicans hate. Remember during, well, they they want to turn education into another profit-making opportunity for their cronies to teach to the test. Everything is about taking a test, not making critical thinkers. So Bush's brother's testing company gets the fat government contract to make the American the future, the our future, stupid and less informed, teaching to it. It's so ridiculous. But this is what we've allowed them to do. When, you know, this is why the Republican, I mean, the Democratic Party gets on my nerves because they see what we see. They have to understand and they must know what the Republicans are up to. So why are they allowing them to get away with it without calling it out? Why are they meeting them in the middle with this bullshit? Anyway, oh my God. So we've fallen so far down in having a functioning society, a a functioning democratic republic that the goddamn autocrats themselves are now using in their propaganda videos stories about women who have to work 16-hour days or three jobs. 
She works three jobs. And that's not even the point of the propaganda video. That should be a disgrace. If this was, you understand, if this was a functioning society that worked for more than just the 1%, no no representative that was truly representing his or her constituency would dare put a video together that included a statement saying she works three jobs and blah, blah, blah. Isn't that great? She works three jobs? That means you have failed, Mike Pence. You're a failure. Twitler's a failure, but they don't see it that way. And the millions of Americans who will vote for these con artists and grifters and America-hating autocrats, they don't see it either because they have been propagandized. It is not the sign of success that the American people have to work three jobs. That means it's broken. You work three jobs while the rich get richer? You lose your house, your everything, while the rich get another $13 billion in one day? That's not... This is not working. It's not something to crow about. But there they are, boasting about it. And that goes to show you how how much we, I mean, how far we've fallen. This is a big, big trouble. <laughs> I don't even know, big, big trouble. What a stupid thing to say, but we're in trouble. This country has fallen so far down that the so-called representatives are boasting in this richest country with the widest income gap between rich and poor, the least upwardly mobile, where the American people, 80% of the American people live check to check, the so-called representatives are boasting that someone has to work three jobs? They think that's commendable. It's only commendable if you're a sucker and a dupe in a non-functioning society that doesn't work for you. Working three jobs is the sign of failure. That's the failure of government. But that's not the first time. Absolutely, it's not the first time. All throughout this this. This shit show, we've been hearing stories of people working 16-hour days, three jobs. Isn't that fantastic? No, isn't that fantastic? You work three jobs? Remember that? George Bush? Fantastic. Get any sleep? There's a certain comfort to know that the promises made will be kept by the government. Yes. And so uh, thank you for asking that. You don't have to worry. That's good because I work three jobs and I feel like I contribute. You work three jobs. Three jobs, yes. Uniquely American, isn't it? 
fantastic. Fantastic. Jack is an eight-year-old from Wisconsin who was struggling academically and socially in school. But Jack's mom, Sarah, who works three jobs to support her son. Oh, for Wisconsin. wow. Mission accomplished, oligarchs. You really done it this time. Where the world's pariahs, the American people are suffering death by despair in record numbers. And we can't even come close to the standard of living that our grandparents had. Good going. But you got the C-SPAN lines flooded. You got that pat down. Don't, you'll get a lot of dupes. Scaring them. It's okay. Now I wonder how, you know, how we'll ever come back from this. And that's why I say all the time, really, we probably have to break this shit up. Am I wrong? I don't know. Let me see. Where are you guys? Let me check in with the chat. All right. Hello, Shannon. Hello, Malcolm. Hello, Terry. Enough with the Russiagate. What are you talking about? Enough with the enough with the Russiagate. It's not Russiagate, but don't are we that stupid to think that Putin isn't flooding our Twitter feed with anti-American? Well, with, with the psyops. I mean, I don't, I don't want to get into it. Whatever. We know. You can't deny it. Twitter is up to his ass well, up to his eyeballs in Russian money, and does meet in secret with Putin without a translator or without notes. We don't get to see the transcript. Not without a translator, without somebody who's taking notes. And what else? What are they talking about behind closed doors? Doesn't it seem that all roads lead to something Putin wants? Everything that Twitler talks about. It's no secret that Twitler couldn't get a legitimate bank loan and had to go to Russian, to the Russian oligarchy. Of course. As the Senate report came out, the bipartisan Senate report said the Trump campaign was meeting, whether they knew it or not, because they're idiots, they were meeting with Russian operatives. This is not... It's not Russiagate. It's, uh, we live in this world. It's happening. Why would, I mean, this is what Putin does. So whatever, who cares? Uh, hello, Terry Taylor. Hello, Resist Evolve. Hello, Daniel and Stephanie and Greg. Who else is here? Everybody. Darth, hello, and Paradou. And I saw Andrea on the chat before. Hello. And what else? All right. Who else is here? Did I miss anybody? Jim, of course. 
Eve, hello. Jabber Monkey, hello. All right, guys. We're going to call it a night. And hello, Richard. I hope this was a good something, a good gathering. I hope that you enjoyed getting together. And thank you, Shannon, for your super chat, and Deborah for your super chat, and Jim, of course, for your super chats. That's what will keep the show on the air. Otherwise, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. It is hard. Yes, Jeff Bezos, he works one job. So what do you think? Should we keep doing the show? Anybody? Raise show of hands. What do you think? All right. I don't get any responses, so I have to take your your silence as a no. Anyway, all right, guys, 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 guys. If you if you feel like it, please, please, please not just become a patron, but come and join us on the Discord page. And you can become a friend in our community where we post pictures of our pets. Yeah, like this one. Come on. Come in. Come in. Come on up. Tara. Get up here. Are you okay? Get up. Come on. Up. He's not listening. Come here. Come on. Down. He's on a diet. This is Tara Jr. Jr. You get to see pictures of him. Pictures of Francis Jr. Jr. And others. Everybody else's pets. That's always nice. Yes, you're a good boy. <laughs> Isn't he good? I love this cat. I can't even tell you how much. So the other thing we have to do is get together. And we also, we should call our members of Congress and talk to them about what we saw on C-SPAN. And why aren't we doing something like that? Why aren't we flooding the phones are we that stupid yes it's not that we're i think we think we're too busy legitimately f fighting on the field of ideas and projecting our own decency on to them when they're not decent at all they're not fighting fair they're also idiots so they have nothing to boast about so they have to lie and Pull these these tricks, dirty tricks, Republican dirty tricks. You know, like Democrat Party and flooding the C-SPAN line. Yes, Junior needs more petting. Let's see. Look at everybody. Hello. How are you doing? Look at that belly. <laughs> I love this cat. It's not even funny. It's not funny at all. And thank you, Steve. Yes, keep going, Steve says. Really glad I checked the YouTube notices, Jabbermonkey says. No more email notifications. Hi, beautiful kitty. 
and Abaddon. What ideas does Joe have we can debate? Joe, oh God. That's a whole other conversation. It's too late to start that conversation now. Maybe. Maybe tomorrow. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Hopefully. We'll get a patron, and I will, or two, or five, and I'll want to do a show tomorrow. We didn't get any patrons. And Eve, hello. Let's see. People can replace addresses and their name like Word Doc and add local government or post the addresses for Congress of where to write. Stephanie says Republicans constantly need to be reassured. That's why they talk all the time. Well, they also, they get funded too. And everywhere, they want to make sure the billionaires who are right-wingers, they, they get it. They want their message to be prolific. They know that they can't legitimately win elections on the, on the basis of their class war against the working class. So they lie and they ensure that everywhere, if there's a right winger somewhere on YouTube, they're going to amplify that right winger. They'll repost them. They'll, they will fund them. They will put them on Fox news for real. I'm not just saying that you see it. We know this. We know that for a fact because we see it. They pull these right wing, like, you know, like the Tommy Lawrence of the world. Some obscure YouTuber who, what does she have to say? Is she really that interesting? She doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. She's a moron. But she repeats the same thing that Rush Limbaugh says. And that they say at the in the Heritage Foundation. So they, what do they do? They invite her on Hannity. They invite her on to Tucker Carlson. That's how it starts. And next thing you know, they're retweeting. They this doesn't happen on the right on the left at all. They don't do that. Left wingers, uh, it doesn't happen because well, who's our big? media outlet msnbc there's their corporate media so they're not going to put a show like this on they wouldn't amplify my message of regulating the the media re-regulating it calling out the democrats who de who helped deregulate the media and make this this oligarchy possible no. All, anyway, whatever. God. Oh, thank you, Richard, for your super chat. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Another super chat, Jim. You're amazing. So, you guys, please become a patron and share the show with your friends, blah, blah, blah. I'm so sick of saying the same thing but I'm sh as much as you are sick of hearing it Ugh. but what do we do otherwise lay down and die sometimes I consider that an option but not today alright my friends thank you for hanging out remember what I always say hopefully we'll have a show tomorrow
I say that too. If we get a patron, it will be guaranteed. We haven't had a patron in a while, like over a week. So I, I start getting like, maybe this is it. We've hit our, did we hit the the goddamn summit? No. I don't think so. I hope not. If that's the case, boy, we're in trouble. This country's in trouble. And then I really will get the hell out of here. Because I'll have to say, I tried. Right? I tried. I did what I could. It's a, it's a lost cause. But not yet. Not yet. Right, Paradu. Nope, not letting you go, Paradu says. Terry Taylor, good night to you too. Good night, Haiku. Good night, Jabber Monkey. This is like the the Waltons here. Good night, Eve and Stephanie and Richard and Jim and all the good people on the Tarabuster chat. We know it. We are on the right side of history. We're on the right side of democracy. Like I always say, we stick together. We win. And we will win. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. I'll see you maybe tomorrow. We'll see.